Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 443, features guest host Dahlia D, the Taboo Sex Expo, Fedging, Don't Be That Guy, and Don't Put That There. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 443 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle. And joining me for the first time in a little while is the goddess from the Great White North. She is a cam model, she is a content creator and she is everything you could possibly want in a woman at more she is the sex pot from saskatoon she is the mistress from montreal the temptress from toronto the orgasmic officiant from ottawa and the queefer from quebec she is dolly d how are you doing (laughs) you weren't supposed to tell anybody about the queefing oh sorry i I apologize terribly <laughs> oh man, that's it. I'm taking you on the road with me when I'm famous. Okay, I'll you're do gonna it. be my intro guy, but we're also gonna need like a pyrotech, so I'm gonna need you to to get on that as well. Oh, I'm more than happy to set shit on fire. You're good, right? Imagine that, like all of that whole intro with just like fireworks and flames and smoke and fog. It's gonna look like you are at WrestleMania, getting ready to do the main event. I am the main event. Ooh, snap, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been? It has been a little while, hasn't yeah, it? It has been. I am doing extremely well. Uh, things are going forward in life in a productive and useful manner. Uh, day job is good. The response from me doing a scene which we will get into, has been pretty crazy. But I don't want to make the show all about that. Uh, It's going to be about a lot of stuff. But let me ask you, how are you? Like, I kind of want to make this whole show about your dick now. (laughs) I mean, we can. I think we're going to lose a lot of listeners if we do that. But Are you kidding me? People are probably sitting on the edges of their seat right now like, tell me more about your dick, dick. (laughs) Well, depending on how much talking we do, we can get into my dick, dick. I would love that. With an article, actually. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, but we have a lot to accomplish with this episode. Not only do you have me, you have Dahlia D, you have us for an entire Show So this is just going to be pure madness. This is going to be, I think, the first <laughs> episode of the year where I haven't interviewed somebody. DD and DD, baby. Mm, they can't handle all the Ds. Too, way too much D for all of you. Way 
too much D. So I think with the items that we have to get into, we should start with you being at an expo. Yay! That's literally my favorite topic. I could talk about this for hours, so I don't know if we want to start with this, but let's do it. (laughs) Well, what would you like to start with? Like, Do you have something in mind other than this expo? No, let's talk about the expo. It was honestly the best expo of my life. Oh, fantastic. So, for the listeners who are new to this show, there is... Exotica, which is a traveling convention of four shows throughout a year. There is the Avian Expo, which is in Las Vegas. You have X3, which is in Los Angeles, but she wasn't a part of any of those. She was part of a very cool expo that I actually didn't realize how much that one traveled. Yeah, so it actually travels all the way across Canada. There's one in every single province here, and it's our Canadian um, sex expo. It's really the only one, and I think that's why they kind of make sure to hit you know the whole country. Um, but it's the Taboo Show. It used to be called the Everything to Do with Sex Show, and before that, it was called the Naughty but Nice Show. Oh, wow. So it's it's been through a couple of iterations, but now it's called the Taboo Show. And uh, they have a different uh, a different stop in every province. So the one that I was at was the Vancouver show, and uh, Chatterbait was kind enough to fly me out to work their booth with them. Nice. And it was unbelievable. So let me ask you a bunch of questions about it, just to kind of lay the groundwork. Yes. How many days is the convention at each stop? Um, it's three days. So they do it on the weekend. Um, they do Friday from 6 PM to midnight. And then they do the Saturday from noon to midnight. And then they do the Sunday from noon to six. Okay. So a little bit longer hours than Exotica, but pretty similar. Yeah. Similar format, but we Canadians like to go hard. So they keep it open later. Yes, you do. And in that vein, we Canadians are also allowed to be topless. At licensed events. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is completely different than the United States. So that's why we keep it open later, you know, fun after dark. (laughs) All right. I got you. So with the U.S. events, it's a party. It is super loud music. It's a lot of energy, a lot of lights. Is it similar or is it a little bit more low key, a little bit more reserved in that way? No, it is very much like that. Um, it's It really is like a bump and party. I don't know if you can really tell, but my voice is completely shot <laughs> <laughs> from screaming the entire weekend because with like the music going and then the fact that we we're all like streaming live from the booth, it's like you really have to try your hardest to be heard over all of the commotion. Yeah. So that and I was getting strangers to flash me their tits. So I was like <laughs> barking at people. <laughs> Okay, well, so how did you go about that? Did you have a sign? Did you just I yell? did, yeah. So one of the other girls there, Pepper Jones, um, she's also a Chatterbait model. She had brought a sign, but it said free hugs on it. And um, she kind of got sick of people wanting to hug her. So she put the sign down and I was like, oh my God, can I steal that? And she was like, yeah. And so I wrote, show me your tits on it. 
And I was literally like the music's bumping, you know, like there's a good vibe going on and I'm standing in front of my stream and I'm just like dancing. You know how like um, the people that like advertise pizza on the side of the road dance with their signs? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, that was me. I was like flipping it, shaking it, you know, like doing the whole thing. And I had um, literally we started counting in the chat room and we got over 100. And that was after we like a couple of hours before we actually started keeping track. So. Wait a minute. So, so you're saying 100. Over 100. Like oh, easily over 100. Over 100 non-sex workers yeah. showed you their breasts. Yes. That is amazing. It was the best weekend of my life. <laughs> I saw so many tits. Like, Dick, you have no idea. I saw so many boobs. There was so many different kinds, too. Like, oh, it was fucking amazing. The people that were watching my show literally got so much free titty. So much free oh, titty. It was unbelievable. Okay. Wow. So did you see – now, of course – Sex work is open to any style of body, but did you happen to catch any breasts that you were like, oh, you could make a lot of money on here? Oh, yeah. So we actually um, – Chatterbait provided us with um, like glossy prints that have like our affiliate link on them. Oh, cool. Um, so whenever we did see that – and I mean of course it happens very frequently like <laughs> – all titty is great titty, you know? Um, so, I mean, there was like a lot of people that I was like, absolutely. Yes. You can hack it. Here's my affiliate link. If you have any questions, let me know because I could see you making dollars. Very nice. (laughs) I also got the name of a bunch of surgeons out that way. So if I decide to get my titties done in Vancouver, I have some, uh, some consultations that I can set up. So, (laughs) Are you unhappy with them? Because I think they're perfect. It's not that I'm unhappy with them. I just hate wearing a bra. Ah, okay. I got you. I hate wearing a bra. So, (laughs) yeah, I want them to be like wearing a bra, but not, you know? I get you. So I don't have to anymore. And I can just have my nipples poking out under my shirts all the time instead of like pointing at the ground. (laughs) I got you. Okay. You know, I love my titties. Don't get me wrong. I just, I want like Dahlia titties 2.0, you know, we're coming to that point. That makes sense. Yeah. Time to shake it up a little, you know? Yes. Yeah. So were you able to walk around the convention at all? Because when it comes to the U.S. conventions, they're very, uh, either performers at booths, it is... Uh, different companies, different brands, some are kind of sex work adjacent, some are not, some are just, you know, your standard um, product. Yeah. Yeah. So we were actually, yeah, we were able to do a walk around. I mean, because I was sponsored by Chatterbait for the event, I wasn't really allowed to do a whole lot of like wandering. Um, I would have really liked to like, you know, talk to some people and and interview and stuff like that. But we are on a pretty strict like schedule. We have to be like at the booth and, you know, representing and stuff like that. So but we did do a lap. And actually something that's really funny is the whole time that, that we were streaming, as you say, like a lot of the booths are sex work related, but a lot of them are also not. So this one was kind of one that's like in the gray area of like sexy sex sex, Okay. but like not really sort of. Um, so the whole time that we were camming, we kept catching this nasty smell. Like it was like somebody was burning pork, you know? And we're like, bro, what the fuck is that? And like, we're sitting here trying to be sexy while it smells like burnt hair and flesh. And we're like, like so nasty. So eventually we end up uh, doing a lap 
And it turns out that the booth, like two over from us, is doing laser hair removal demos <laughs> in the middle of this fucking convention. <laughs> I'm like, who let these people in? It smells wow. disgusting in here. But it was literally just the attendees getting their fucking hair burned off in the middle of the con. That's insane. Ugh. It was disgusting. It was really fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, there was a lot of really cool booths. You know, you have your your standard, um, you know, toy sellers and this and that and um, cool like harnesses, like leather workers is really popular in this uh, in that convention circuit. There's actually one that's like really famous um, in the Taboo show. I can't remember what they're called, but they actually make these like spectacular like leather angel wings. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they attach it to, like, strappy, like, leather lingerie, and it just gives you this badass, like, you just created a character in, like, D&D or something. Like, it's really fucking sick. So they're known really well, and they always have a really big booth. But, uh, yeah, just, like, all kinds of different stuff. Somebody was selling uh, knockoff Pornhub sweaters. (laughs) I was like, oh, are you guys licensed by Pornhub? She's like, nah, I just print them and sell them. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, that's funny. Like, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nuts. So when it comes to the amenities, like food, beverages, hotel, like is it in a good location, in the, at least the one in Vancouver, is it in a good location where there's either a lot for you to do post-convention or at least like if something comes up, you can – get something you know on the fly yeah um so i actually also attend the the toronto one and it's very similar but they always have it at like a really big business convention center okay so like every province really has one so there always is like a lot of hotels and stuff in the area because those convention centers are typically meant for you know like businessmen and whatever that are coming in to like show their their wares right. <laughs> and stuff like that, right? So there is typically like a lot of amenities. There was a really decent like hotel circuit in the area and um, all of like the fancy schmancy like, you know, restaurants and, and bars and stuff like that were in the area. So it is really nice. They do tend to put it in a, in a pretty decent spot. But I think that's just like the nature of convention centers, right? They're typically in like a pretty bump in place. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I don't hear a lot of the performers that i see either at exotic or avn talk about going to it when there are people there are they more regional or does it attract international acts i think it is actually just mostly canadians that are there i know for sure like the performers and stuff were all canadian and i mean when the the, when chatterbait goes they do hire like exclusively canadian models to work the canadian events okay but the thing is, like, I really think that a lot more people need to know about this convention and invest the time and the effort into being there because it is a fantastic convention. It's the only sex convention that Canada has that's of this scale. Okay. Um, I think Montreal has like a kink convention, but it's nowhere near as big. And there's a huge, huge amount of opportunity here because of the fact that we can be topless in public. Oh, that that actually makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm like, why are all of the campsites not here? Chatterbeat was the only one that showed up. Loyal fans had like a banner with a QR code, like check out Loyal fans, but nobody knows what the fuck Loyal fans is. You know, they need a booth and girls and titties, but it's a missed opportunity. I'm telling you. 
yeah, that it actually makes me want to reach out to some people here in the U.S. and be like, you might be missing something. Seriously, I, I have no idea why the sites don't send more girls out for this or even just, you know, promoters and stuff like that. There was a girl that was there that bought her own booth uh-huh. and was giving out her OnlyFans affiliate link in exchange for like advice and stuff oh, and doing okay. signings. Wow. And she was cleaning up. Her booth was swarmed because her tits were out. Right. You know? like. Okay, wait a minute. So if I get a booth there, can I have my balls out? No. Damn it. Then what's the point? I know. It's topless only for now. Come on. But we're working on it. We're a very, you know, open and liberal country. I think it's only a matter of time before... <laughs> You know, release the sack. That's right. Half. I'm gonna nut? have to work on the hashtag. Yeah, we got to come up with a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Free the nipple. Release the sack. No, know. we can I, do better. We can I, do better. I don't know. I I kind of dig release the sack. Release the sack. <laughs> <laughs> with all of the things that you were able to see while you were at the Chatterbait booth, what are some of the other things besides seeing an amazing amount of breasts? What else did you see that you that you sh- you feel the need to bring to the show, either as an educational thing about the convention or as a great story? Okay, so this one is both. There is a performer that tours with the Taboo Show, who is also a Chatterbait performer. His name, and so at these conventions, they have like a main stage that's running throughout the entire convention. Okay. So while there's booths and stuff going on, there's also like nonstop live entertainment. So you have like drag shows, you have strip shows, you have burlesque, there's like group sexy twerk dance shows. And there's this guy and his name is Brent and he is typically the main event. And what Brent does, I'm sorry, it's either Brent or Brett. And now I'm questioning myself. It's one of the two. Okay. Um, and what Brent does is he paints with his penis. Ah, okay. So he has a great big canvas. It's probably like <laughs> okay. I, wanna... I, I was getting ahead of you, and you said great big. I'm like, here we go. Ah, You're like canvas. The old bait and switch. Very nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a canvas. I would say this canvas is probably like three feet tall and like two feet wide. Like it's a pretty fucking big canvas, right? Because you got to be able to see it from across, you know, the stage. And he whips out his dick and he dips it in paint and he slaps it all over the canvas. And then by the end of it, he's got these like insanely beautiful images that he's created exclusively just by like, and he like, he'll like stand back a couple feet and like walk towards the canvas and just like do the old hip thrust and bop, bop, bop. And then all of a sudden there's flowers on the page and you're like, whoa, where the (laughs) fuck did that come from? He's, he's awesome. Actually. He's awesome. Does he sell his paintings? Yes, he does. He, so he has a booth and when he's not performing, he's at his booth selling his paintings. Wow. But he also does these shows on Chatterbait. His name is either Brett or Brent Frazier, F-R-A-S-E-R. So it is. It's Brent Ray Fraser. So Brent Ray, F-R-A-S-E-R. And if you literally Google his name, (laughs) you'll see like all of his paintings and like all of his work. And like there's actually um, I'm pretty sure he was also on, I want to say like, one of those talent shows, you know, like, um, oh, like three strikes and you're out. Yeah. I forget what those fucking shows are called, yeah. but he was on one of those as well. Like America's got talent or some shit like that. 
And uh, he does some crazy, crazy paintings, and it's all just with his wiener. If um, To music, no less. Uh, of course. Uh, totally not safe for work, but if you go to his Twitter, which is Brent Ray Frazier, you could actually see him painting with his penis. It shows a little bit of his preparation, and it shows him, uh, at least in the one that I am looking at, he is holding the canvas with one hand and using his penis to paint with the other. Yes, very talented, incredibly. Sometimes he's hands-free. It's wild. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, highlight of the whole time, to be honest. (laughs) I'm sure. And always is. Like I said, I've, I've always consistently gone to the Toronto one, because I've lived like down the street my whole life. Right. Um, so I've always been to that one. And he always, always turns up like for the last, I'd say like six, seven years, like he's been doing this and it's crazy. Wow. That is I mean, talent. That is talent. Right. And then I'm like, I wonder like if he wants like different brush strokes, does he just like grow out his pubes? Interesting thought. Right. Yeah. Like you could change it up. That is, that is true. Condom, no condom. That right. probably makes different strokes. Right. I'm just saying. Does he include the nuts? That's what I want to know. That's right. <laughs> Are the nuts part of his like painter's kit? <laughs> yes. oh, or is sure it shaft are. only? Uh, I would imagine it's a little bit of everything. Um, it would be really easy to do a basket of grapes very quickly. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, just like at that point, it's more of a stamp than a paint. Yeah, exactly. But... That is true. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. He could, he could do a that's Christmas amazing. tree and decorate it, but like that's a little tough because all of the Christmas decorations it'd be two per branch. That might look a little off, but you know. Oh my god! But mistletoe is still in the running. Correct. Yeah. You could do holly and mistletoe. You'd be fine. Right. You could do different cartoon characters that have very close set eyes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Just penis paint the whole set of Looney Tunes, basically. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, my God. You know, this is like a huge missed opportunity. I feel like I should also be painting with my genitals. I think you should, too. Like pussy painting? I could make that a thing. Absolutely. There. Maybe I could like squirt paint up into my pussy and then like queef it out. Queefer of Quebec. Queef queen of Quebec. (laughs) He just turned it into a And just, you know, on the canvas and then voila, c'est at. You had me until the sound effect. Why? Ah, that was was, uh, very auditory. Yeah, I'm doing ASMR for our listeners, dick. <laughs> ASQR. ASMR. <laughs> you know, it's that like sexy sounds. Right, but you do it with a Q, so. Oh, yeah. It's AS, yeah, queef. <laughs> <laughs> Are we losing you already? Like, you came uh, out like a ball of fire, now you're just. You know, I'm oh. so lost in the thought of getting famous off of queef paintings that, like, I can't focus on anything else right now. I used to do, um, I used to get cardstock in bulk, and I used to do, like, little, um, like, butthole kisses, and I used to sell those for, like, yeah. 10 bucks on many vids. All right, I'll buy two. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm thinking I should probably bring them back. Yeah, you could it do. It was just, like, a lot of work, but I feel like with maybe a partner, like, a, a an assistant, I could maybe, like, you know, mass produce. Fine, I'll do it. Thank you. Of course. 
Now I, I knew I was going to have to twist your arm. <laughs> oh, it's just from here. Yes. <laughs> from here. I think what you could do is a limited edition box set. Of- <laughs> no <laughs> <intended>. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Of like, you know, a lip print, like you kiss a card. Uh, you could do a nipple print, you know, <gasps> your butthole and your vajaja. And uh, sell that like as like a set and do like 25 of them. For the, for the Dick. Dick. Oh, my God. I'm going to do this. All right. I, I'm not saying I want any proceeds, but I better at least get one of the box sets. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm writing this down. <laughs> just box literally set. just do a a series of you know how many ever you want to do, but remember the more limited it is, the more money you could charge. Um, yeah, and just do like no, we can do different runs of them. Correct, different colors, different. Oh, runs. you wanted the red ones? Mm, you're gonna have to wait till next season. Exactly. You wanted white? Not after Labor Day, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> because of the new podcast setup, the because <laughs> we have the title of the show, which is if I have a guest interview, they're the title, and then whatever the number of the episode is. But if it's right. just me and a guest host, it's just episode whatever it is. Right. On the old site, it would also want a subtitle. And that's where I usually put a funny one of something that somebody has said. Oh, uh, you can't do that on this one? And Well, I don't, but it still goes to my website with that. So now I could probably get away with a little bit of swearing because I want to make the title of the show not after Labor Day, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that may be one of the greatest statements I've ever heard in my life. Yes! <laughs> genius idea i'm i'm actually gonna 100 percent steal that 100 okay. percent. the fine. box set a, it's a box set and then we'll do like holographic ones i don't know how I you got do a it. holo card <laughs> <laughs> but hologram oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh that's so great all right you guys keep an eye out on my many vids and my physical item store that's coming soon 100 percent. very very nice as Every- soon as i move remember where where you got that from that's all i'm gonna say and 100%, if, if, 100%. There are, if there are performers that listen to this show remember where you got it from that's all i'm gonna yeah. say just credit just credit g- you. give me one of the sets and put the link your bio link correct in the store item idea by oh there you go okay my dot bio slash dick dangle it almost sounds like i need to start my own site with stuff like that where the people like we kind of co-op a site to do stuff yeah. like that be perfect oh my goodness now i gotta write something down damn it <laughs> just too much. oh man this is fantastic it is so speaking of good ideas which also leads me to terrible ideas oh boy <laughs> I wanted to touch on um, a little something that you and the stepfather thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, but, uh, please. I have a feeling I know what this is, but please. Thought being the keyword because it was not hilarious oh. at all. 
Okay, pl- please. I want to make sure we're talking about the same thing. Go ahead. Yeah, you uh, you did a little uh, amalgamation of two words. Uh, okay, it is the little, one I was uh, thinking of. Yes, a little female and a little edging. All right, which we deemed fedging. Fedging. <laughs> Dick. Okay, what's wrong with it? T- please tell me what is wrong with it. So, for what? those who haven't heard this episode, let me let me preface this. For those who haven't gone back and, and heard this episode yet, the stepfather and I decided to do what we call fedging, which is female edging, which is uh, having sex of some sort with a female. And just as she gets close, stop. And, Son of a bitch. <laughs> and we either stop and that's like a new fetish kind of thing, a new kink idea, or in my realm, because I am such a person pleaser, I would end up going back and finishing in them anyway, but it, there would still be a fedging aspect to it. It's episode 440 at about 16 minutes in case you were curious. <laughs> oh, this, this struck a nerve. Okay. Struck a nerve. And I'm going to tell you why, and it's not because it's a bad idea okay. necessarily, and it's not even that it's a bad idea for like anyone other than me. Okay. But you asked for my opinion okay. on fedging. <laughs> and so you're going to fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> so to preface this, okay, let's go back a while. When I first met my current partner, my current filming partner, he was not like super comfy being on camera. It's a lot. It's nerve wracking, right? It's, it can be. It's, it's a lot to work up the ball. Uh, I've it's, never it's... had that issue, but please go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. <laughs> <laughs> never been nervous. No, literally, I, I walked onto a quote unquote set and I was good to go. But please. But I'm, I'm fucking professional. I, I'm a unicorn. I'm right. a ginger unicorn. I know. And that. this was just, you know, some guy off the street. So <laughs> no, I, I, no, I had sex with a little slack, you know, I, I, I had sex with a woman. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> you mean, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> oh man. So <laughs> when we first started filming together, one of the first things that we filmed together was a, um, orgasm torture video. Uh, you he makes me come over and over and over and uh, over and over again with toys and all you can see is his hand. So he's comfy and we put it on Pornhub. Gotcha. Super popular video, super great. But a whole bunch of people were commenting and they're like, okay, this is cool and all, but how about an orgasm denial video? Uh-huh. And I immediately was like, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Why not? Because I love to come. Well, everybody does. Listen, I am like a tiny bratty baby. Okay. okay? You can't just give me something and then take it away or I will scream and I will cry (laughs) and I will throw a tantrum. That could make the video even better. It did. You should go watch it after this episode. Exactly. So we Mm -hmm. filmed this video and when I tell you, so what we did was, um, you can go watch it. It's on my porn hub, pornhub.com slash users slash Dahlia D in case you were wondering. Um, we strapped me down. We handcuffed me to a massage table. Oh, okay. Facing up. So my arms are behind me. My legs are strapped to the, the legs of the massage table, which I thought was an unnecessary measure until we got about one minute into the video. Okay. I wanted to fucking kill him. 
<laughs> I wanted to kill him. I swear to God, it was less of a porno and more of a scene out of the fucking exorcist. Wow. I'm like, your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> you better not get me off this table. <laughs> Don't let me go where you're dead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, how long is that scene? How many orgasms were you denied before you had one? Roughly. Actually, so the first time that we did this, because there was a part two. <laughs> oh, very nice. The series is called Denied. Very nice. D-E-E, Dahlia D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking funny. Um, so there was two of them. The first one I didn't get to come. At all? At all. Whoa. The fucker just fully denied me. Whoa. Good yeah. man. And pardon? I'm sorry, please. Go ahead. <laughs> Each video, I think, is um, between 20 and 30 minutes. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, I want to say each one has probably between like 15 to 20 denials. <laughs> wow. So you because... are hot to trot. Like when it's when you, it's go time, you are ready to have an orgasm. Yeah. So the first one takes me like, you know, four minutes or so to get to. Um, like if you know what you're doing and then if I'm on the edge, like it's, you'll see, like, it's like, he literally stops for two seconds and I like rage <laughs> and my face is like bright red and there's like spit flying out of my mouth while I'm like yelling at him. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. He stuck with me too. That's fucking, <laughs> that's how you knew. That's how that's you, you know. know. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it was, it got pretty intense because yeah, I get pretty close pretty fast. Wow. So did <laughs> did he do this through sex? Did he do it with sex toys? How did he toys. toys? Okay. So he used all of my favorite toys okay. and my Hitachi. Ah, okay. So I was fucked from the get go. Right. <laughs> like from the get go. <laughs> uh yeah. I would I would recommend checking them out. There's two of them. They're called you can probably just search denied and it'll it'll come up. But yeah, so um as soon as I heard you guys talking about fedging my blood just began to boil. So that means it's a great idea. No. Mm. Yep. I mean, people who are watching it really seem to enjoy it, but I can tell you from the female standpoint, I wanted to rip off everybody's fingernails and make you all eat them. <laughs> okay. Like, it was not good. I was ready to, like, saute some nutsack. Okay. That will... Definitely lead me to remember the uh, tie them down first. Yeah, that was definitely a stroke of genius. Okay. Definitely a stroke of genius. And you know what? It's funny because like in between filming, because there was two of them, because the first one was so fucking popular, ugh, we filmed the second one. I hate you all for the record. <laughs> <laughs> we filmed the second one but literally i had to wait long enough in between that i forgot how bad the first one was wow yeah i had to let my body like recover from the trauma <laughs> you, you were <laughs> it was one of those things where that turd kind of got polished you're like oh it wasn't that bad and then, yeah you know, exactly oh right? yeah it was yeah i remember this yeah. now oh so brutal and now i'm kind of getting to the point where i'm like i could film a part three Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
fedging. <laughs> fedging. Denied part three, the fedge. <laughs> the fe- the fedgening. Ew. <laughs> Why does that sound gross? Yeah, that, that one kind of does. I'm not going to lie. Professional fedger. I, I have to change my Twitter bio to that now. <laughs> That's a good one to pull out on a first date. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a professional fedger. Oh, I just fedge. I fedge. Uh, <laughs> so, you fedge, I fedge. So what is this fedging? And, and then play it off like they just are like, what? <coughs> you, don't, you don't know fedging? Huh? Is this 2023? How do you not know? Fe- okay, fine. All right. Uh, if you really want to know what fedging is, me being <laughs> a licensed professional fedger, um, and then you tell them, and then you can literally see the dust cloud as they run out, and then the paperwork slowly leafs its way to the ground. You know, like, uh, where, where'd you go? And then with every subsequent date, that happens again and again. But you got to spread the good word. I'm telling you, I think there is, there's a lane for me in this. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and what lane would that be? I'm afraid to ask. I would, I would not stake your career on that. I wouldn't, uh, I would stick with the regular content. It sounds like you were pretty good at that. I don't know. This, this might be something. So speaking of the actual legit content that you did film. Yes. Surprise, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about it for like the last five episodes, but yeah. Surprise. <laughs> no one knew. Surprise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. How you got to tell me everything. Oh, every Well. I could Everything just... that you haven't already discussed in the last five episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, we we can definitely talk about that. We'll talk I about that. I just don't want to make it all about my dick. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I so will... when's your next shoot? That's what actually I was just going to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know what? How about this? Let's hold this to the second half. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm so rude. It's a teaser. Oh. It is a teaser, and when we come back, we will talk about that and a couple other things. He just fucking fedged me right I, here, guys. Oh, my goodness. I dick fedged her on my own podcast. Dick fedged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about my future and some other stuff and all kinds of stuff. So ah! we will be... Right back. Mm, don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Hi, this is Angela Summers, and you're dangling after dark with Dick Dangle. Covered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. 
Welcome back to episode 443 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I am being joined by the effervescent Dahlia D. How are you doing? What does effervescent mean? You have this bubbly energy that is intoxicating to the listeners. Isn't that like what Alka-Seltzer does? Alka-Seltzer is effervescent, yes. So I just like soothe your tummy. Right. You keep me from being physically ill. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's new. Yeah. Aw, normally it's the opposite. No, oh, you stop it right now. I knew there was a reason I liked you. <laughs> you're you're my version of Tums. <laughs> <laughs> so did you survive the first half? I did, except now I'm like already furious because yeah. i got fedged at the last second <laughs> you did get fedged but you did cough a couple of times so i want to make sure that you are still able to do this show oh yeah okay no i i can i'll live i'll try and cough further away from the microphone no that's fine don't even worry about that <laughs> at all that's the fun thing because it's you i leave it in but when i come home from conventions and i cough really bad i, I cut it out <laughs> It's probably a good call. It is. It's like the convention flu. Like without oh, yeah. a fail, every time you leave a convention, you have just like a little, not even like a full blown like flu. It's just like a little schmutz, you know? Yeah. You get a sore throat, you get a little stuffy nose, you cough up a bunch of gross shit. And then like a week later, you're fine. Yeah. It's funny because I got really sick in October at Exotica, New Jersey, and I didn't get sick at all in DC or in Las Vegas. Really? You lucked out? Yeah, that's the first twofer where I haven't been sick. Nice. And then I go to this dinky little Vancouver con. <laughs> the <sighs> Vagina Coover con. Vagina Coover. No, you know what the next stop is actually Regina. Oh, that's so perfect. It is. I was like, why is Chatterbee not going to that one? <laughs> it's the city that rhymes with fun. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. A little Canadian humor for you, eh? That's fun. I actually really enjoyed that. <laughs> That's so great. Okay, so I notoriously am, I don't like being edged. So you're going to have to tell me what this big, uh, exciting news is. I was actually talking with someone about this yesterday. Uh-huh. I don't get it. What? I did this scene and the amount of people that would like to work with me is blowing my mind. And hopefully soon your dick (laughs) in their mouth. So (laughs) (laughs) I've my hand is forced. If I may say Um, I am 99% sure I will be in Chicago for Exotica in April because I've had a couple people reach out to me and they would like to work with me. Oh my God. God. I had someone reach out to me that I may travel for before that. And I had a recent interview guest say that because we did not know each other, like uh, we were brought together by their PR. Right. And They wanted to see what they were in store with when it came to being on the show. 
So they went on my social media and they listened to a couple of interviews, which I love. I absolutely love the fact that there are people that do that. And it makes a lot of sense because it lets you know the energy that you need for that show, whether it's fun, silly, super (laughs) dirty, you know, it's good to know what you're walking into. Okay. All right. It just make me feel like a giant bag of shit. Why? (laughs) The first time you interviewed me, I had no idea who you were, what your vibe was. You had messaged me on Twitter and I was like, yeah, let's do this. Went in completely blind. Hadn't listened to any of the other episodes. You should feel like a piece of shit. Uh, Yeah, I was a great big one. But now look at us. Best of friends. Besties for life. (laughs) (laughs) I did pretty good for not having a clue, right? You crushed it. And, And I think that's one of the reasons I reached out to you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> was because like there are certain times when you pick up on somebody's energy and you're like, OK, I think this will work. Yeah. And gosh, darn it. I was right. Gosh, darn it. You sure were. That's right. <laughs> so do we get to know like who is in your future in terms of potential content or is this just like a hey, guys, look out for me. I'm going to be fucking my way through Chicago. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God, I love that for you. Yeah. Well, so. This person that I interviewed said after the interview, you know, just so you know, I you know, was wondering what I was kind of walking into with this interview. So I listened to a couple interviews and I looked at your social media. She goes, I didn't know you shot. <laughs> yeah, And I went, well, once, like I literally just started. And they said, whenever you're down, you let me know. Like, <sighs> like, I don't get it. Why? I just don't get it. It's this is <laughs> I have imposter syndrome when it comes to being a podcaster, let alone somebody that helps people make content. <laughs> yeah, but like your body type is really like in style right now. And so I think, of course you're going to be in demand. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gathering. Yeah, like hot daddy dick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I could see it. Except if it was me, like if I was ever going to shoot content with you, it would have to be like old man dangle. Oh, absolutely. Like we'd have to, you know, like Johnny Knoxville and like Jackass when he does his whole like old man thing. Right. Like that, but porn. And when I have an orgasm, I just die on top of you. Yeah. And instead of like a cream pie, I'll set it up so that I spread my legs and a puff of dust comes out. (laughs) I would be down to make this. 100 percent. oh my god let's fucking do it okay if we ever end up at the same convention we'll, oh, we we'll film will. something like this you need an old man costume and you really have to play it up the whole time like while you're fucking me like like oh yeah i got the stuff <laughs> well, i'm shocked <laughs> i'm gonna Oh my god, yes. <laughs> well, but but my thought was when you're like, all right, you gotta really play up the old man, you need a costume. All I need is a gray hair wig. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking amazing. But, a little makeup, little little, little extra, bit. you know, yeah. dust for the facial hair. Right? No problem. Oh my god. Um but my thought was because I think as old man dangle, I'm gonna come in there and just tear it up and I'm literally thrusting at like four strokes a minute. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think you can handle all of this messy. What, what do you think uh 
hot one. You ready for the dangle sh- special? Hi, <laughs> I call this one the B two bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's really carrying a payload. (laughs) Just pull out and have like, just like a little like tube taped to the bottom of your dick. Just like sends out a puff of like air. Just like dust. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm done. Yeah, and I'm done. Call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold out the like the heart attack medication. What is it? The, the nitro? nitroglycerin tablet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me one of them nitroglycerin and call nine one one. Daddy Dangle. Oh, help me! I've I've thrown a rope and I can't get up. oh my god if this doesn't happen i'll be very disappointed yeah we i think we actually need to make this happen this this may have to be a dick dangle visiting toronto to make this happen like this is too funny well actually funny news um in less than 30 days i'm actually moving far far away from toronto what Uh, yeah i'm actually moving across the country so i'll be I think north of Maine. Oh, okay. I got you. I think that's where that province lines up. So, yeah, I'm moving to the East Coast. Getting the fuck out of here. I just bought a house with uh, all of the support of my wonderful fans. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, we're making Casa del D. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. And my whole plan is to just, like, make the whole place, like, content friendly. You know? Every angle that you take pictures at looks good in in a video. All right. And, uh, I want to invite, you know, cam girls and content creators to come and have slumber parties at my place and shoot a bunch of content. And right. it's like a really rural, big house on a lot of land. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'll be able to do some really cool content stuff. Very cool. Well, yeah. that's still not all that far for me. I would probably have to fly, but, mm. uh, but I could probably still make that happen. Yeah, it wouldn't be a far one. And I'm also always planning on doing like the Toronto convention as well. So you should come for the Taboo Show in Toronto. Check it out. See all the titties. 100% I will be there for the next one. And then we'll film Old Man Dangle content. Yes. And it'll be the funniest shit in the whole world. Oh, my goodness. That would be absolutely. I'm picturing you like spanking me with a cane, you know? Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Just a little, you know? Oh, my God. Lifting the skirt with the cane. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Curvy old man dangle. That's got to be the intro. And it's like eyebrows, eyebrows. And I'm like, I guess. (laughs) My mom always did tell me to look out for the elderly. That's right. right. You you better respect your elders. And by respect. (laughs) (laughs) And by respect, I mean with your tongue. (laughs) 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 Oh, there's gonna be so many cuts to this. 
It's going to be a um, difficult one to get through any length of time without laughing. Oh, amazing. You know, I know that like, you know, young girl and old man porn is like very much a thing and very much a genre, yeah. but I really don't think I've ever seen anybody like played up that humor, like like with that much humor before. It's always so serious. Like, yeah, it's a fetish, but like you can make it funny sometimes. I have so many ideas like that. I was actually talking to one of my great friends and we were talking about, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if me as Dick Dangle started making content and, you know, having my own like clip site and things like that. Because I don't know if I could do an OnlyFans. I'll sign up for it, but I don't know if I could do it just because of the amount needed to keep subscribers. Yeah, you really have to. Like, I post every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't literally... keep subscribers. Right. So. <laughs> It, it would literally have to be my job for me to to warrant yeah. having that, at least at mm. any kind of price point. You know, if I did it for like two bucks a month, you know, if I went, you know, every seven days with something, I don't think people would care for two bucks. But yeah, to do a clip store, I could do. And we came up with the funniest idea that oh I'm not even going to share it. It is that good. Oh my God! No, I'm, I've been fedged you, again. Been fed, well, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. But yeah, it is so good that I'm afraid somebody would steal it. Oh man. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear what it is. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> That's so exciting, though. So you're just gonna be like showing up all over everybody else's OnlyFans feeds, is which I have zero issue doing. The only thing, yeah. like with the scene that I did, Ruby was kind enough to give me a copy of it. Okay. And that's all I ask of the people I shoot with. Is, oh, wow. This is yours. Like, if you want to throw me, you know, a couple of shekels or a pair of panties, that's fine. <laughs> but I would like the completed scene. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's it. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I think that's a fair trade-off. Absolutely it is. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, ladies. That's right. <laughs> Line up for Daddy Dick Dangle. Well, which daddy? Grandpa or daddy? You can take your pick. I feel like there should be a premium in shekels for granddaddy, though. I think you're right. Five dollars extra. <sighs> I'm only going to charge you four dollars. Which means with gas being 15 cents a gallon, you'll be able to drive most of the year. That's how old I am. I still believe that gas is 15 cents a gallon. <laughs> this is beautifully played. Beautifully played. <laughs> I love it. I might have to start an Amazon wish list and put all the... The old man dangle stuff on it. Oh my god, please. You need like a little golf hat. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Old man wig. Uh real high suspended shorts. Yes. Oh my god. Socks that go up almost to your knees, but just short enough that it looks awkward. With sandals. With sandals. Of course. The Velcro kind though. Of course. What ain't what an do, old man tying shit up? What do women have against velcro sandals on guys <laughs> i 
have the answer for this question and it's gonna make me and all womankind (laughs) sound really fucking shallow oh oh, then let's have it (laughs) (laughs) it kind of just makes you a bitch Like in, in what Velcro manner? sandals are just like bitch shoes. Like it's not even there's not even like a logic or like a reasoning behind it. It's like you like hear some guy like peeling his Velcro shoes and you're like, that guy's a fucking bitch. <laughs> well, what's really funny is because I've never been a man of fashion. All of my clothes <laughs> is very really? utility. Oh, well, it, it, so here we go. I never would have thought that. Right? Hard to believe. (laughs) I have never owned a suit. Okay. I have owned, like, articles of dress clothing, but none of it has been good. Like, individual suit components. Blazers, dress pants, nothing (laughs) matches. Okay. Um, I just recently got rid of the dress shirt, the white button-down dress shirt, that I took my high school graduation pictures in. Can't believe I still fit in it. But nonetheless, I literally just got rid of it. But uh, that being said, when I go to conventions, I like to be comfortable. And the clothing does have to be a little bit more utilitarian because I need, usually for the first day or two, uh, very light shirts. So it's either a shirt that I have printed myself with something of my brand on it, or I got some very sporty kind of that stretchy uh, material that's very light, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a polo shirt and it's black and it has my logo on it. But usually by the third, fourth, fifth day, I'm running out of gas and calories so I can get away with a hoodie. Okay. But that also has my logo on it. Now, when it comes to pants or shorts, I always wear shorts because I run hot. And because I have recorder, microphones, stuff I want to get signed, equipment, just a plethora of stuff, I have to have a lot of pockets. So the (laughs) typical cargo shorts, even though those designs... I feel like I know where this is leading and I I don't like it. Oh, you're going to love it. So... They come in handy for me. The styles have changed, so they look a lot nicer. But I still do they though. I'll have you go through my Twitter timeline to some of the. I just was. I I don't know if you saw the the notifications. Oh, I may not have. Oh no. But uh, I'll be in line. Like I will be at a booth. I'll be talking to a performer. And I'll say, you know what's a real panty dropper? And they'll be like, what? And I undo my back pocket to get my wallet, and it's Velcroed shut. So it's like... No! And they just just start laughing. The wallet is not Velcro. Just the back pockets and the... Oh my god, imagine you had a Velcro wallet. (laughs) That's so embarrassing. (laughs) Old man Dangle would have Velcro wallet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can i get a dance here let me grab you a 20 oh my god i have to go to the club as old man dangle Foxy. oh my god Please this, get yourself this is so, i'm literally as we sit here i'm going to look to see on amazon if they and use it to pay a stripper oh 
God, this Please. is so great. I have to look. With uh, the sandals on. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll do that as a Halloween thing. Okay. Velcro. You'll go to cheerleaders, and they'll be like, oh, my God, Dick, I didn't know you were such a bitch. <laughs> oh, do they have Velcro wallets? So, <laughs> <laughs> they have uh oh my god i'm dying i'm sorry that's okay i knew if there was one thing that was gonna make you cough it was gonna be this oh my god they tend to be a little bit uh nicer than the ones i used to have because the ones i had like when i was a kid they were like red in all these like neon colors they have one that's kind of uh camouflage either true or oh digital dick that doesn't make it better Oh, they got a real bright red one. <laughs> yes. Bring back your child. <laughs> oh, this, this is. Ooh, what's that one? Ooh. That's so fucking Star, funny. Yeah, this this is not. This is going to happen. All right. This has now become a thing. Ugh. Oh, my I, I know it's fucking terrible, but something about Velcro is just like, I don't know, man. It, it just makes you a bitch. Uh, it does. I don't know if I like that. But it's true. Like, I'm not even one to, like, support, like, you know, toxic masculinity. It's not even, like, a thing. It's not even about that. Okay. But if you think about it, I'm sure everyone can just inherently agree without ever having to have any sort of rationale for it whatsoever that, like, Velcro shoes are kind of bitchy. But they're so – they work. Like, the, all you have to do – You're giving is... me real, like, Cyril from Archer vibes right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they work. Yeah. <laughs> They're practical. They are that's exactly, that's bitch talk right pra- there. That is, they are so practical. If you can see Cyril from Archer saying it, maybe put them in the garbage. <laughs> I can't. They work <laughs> so well. Damn it. So what other kind of sandals are there? I can't use the ones that just slide between your toes. Hate them. And like, no, like Adidas slides, like the ones that just like make an arc over your whole foot. You mean like uh, uh, an open-toed croc? Look, I'm like, no, but like, yeah, but like, no. <laughs> and there's like Birkenstocks. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Birkenstock. Right. Because uh-huh. I did have a pair that they look like they tied, but they didn't. They just, you know, they had the the lace that ran through it. And, okay. And uh, you would just slide into them and they were more... Like, I, I guess you could say like a Birkenstock, but it had like holes cut in the side so you could like go through water and, the, and it would dry. Neat. Like, like a hiker. Yeah. I loved them. I actually took those. I mean, this should tell you how long ago this was. I took them to Hawaii in like 2009 and they were perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like other options, oh, like non, right. non-bitch options. Non-bitch options. You know, the right. NBO. NBO. Yeah. The NBOs. You always got to go for the NBOs. Oh, I, apparently I do now. So Wherever possible. It almost sounds like even though I have purged some old and unworn clothing out of my closet, I should FaceTime you to continue to go through it just to make sure I'm not a bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then we need to go to the mall and you need to like have me on FaceTime there so we can get you new clothes. A mall. That aren't NBOs. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, you know what else is bitch clothing? We're going to go long on this one right now. That's fine. I would actually like to hear your opinion as to what you think is bitch clothing. So think about it while I'm talking here. But you know when guys wear jeans that have like rhinestones and like bedazzles on the butt? I have never seen a man wear these. 
stop that's like a thing that's like the gangster thing in like toronto or it was for like time like bedazzled like jeans and like they have like tap out designs on the butt and shit and like the back pockets are they like ed hardy jeans like what the yeah i've never heard of that i'm a little jealous because (laughs) i too wish that i had never heard of that Uh, i gotcha that's bitch clothes. Mm. I feel like that's like I feel like that's like the kind of jeans that we would be like popular in like Miami for some reason. Oh, I feel okay. like a lot right. of people wear like bejazzled jeans in in Miami. I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. If you're listening right now and you're from Florida, <laughs> I'd like you to send Dick an email and be like, no, they for sure wear bejazzled jeans in fucking Miami. Because I bet they do. I bet that's the thing there. I don't know. It just has that vibe. Yeah. Dick at danglinafterdark.com is the email. Yeah. Yeah. What do you as a listener consider bitch clothes on a guy? Yeah. Like, what do you just like see? And you're just like, wow, that guy's probably like a cereal, like a cereal from Archer, like a, like just a bitch. I have two. What's yours? One, a short sleeve button down shirt, like a teacher would wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one for me. Oh, but that's like the only option for chubby guys. That sucks. Oh, see, I disagree. I always wore long sleeves. Long sleeve button ups. Yep. Yeah, I, I was a substitute teacher for a while and I would wear those. It's the removal of the sleeves that makes it a little bitchy. Maybe. It's like, oh, you needed ventilation on your arms? You fucking puss. Exactly. Okay, I could see that. All right, okay. Especially if you put like the little bow tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fully roasting my boyfriend right now because oh, he wears no. all the time. Oh no! It's okay. You're a bitch, babe. If you're listening, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dick Dangle has. Oh, we've laid it down. I, I laid it down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just bitch clothes. What's the second one? The second one. It's not that it's bitch clothing, but it's how it's worn by bitches. Oh God. Okay. When men tuck in. Hockey jerseys. Oh, okay. That is that a thing? Yes. Ew. Yes. That is the correct answer. That would make you look like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> it's not a good look. That ain't cute no matter what your body type no. looks like. The men that I have seen do it tend to be lean, but I'm not going to lie. I got to call out your country brethren. I really hate to do this. Oh, no. Easily, the vast majority of men wearing a tucked-in jersey, it was Montreal. Oh, that's okay. Everyone from Montreal is a fucking bitch. <laughs> Please send all letters of complaint to Dahlia D at danglinafterdark.com. <laughs> yeah it, it's so I need weird. my own mailbox for hate mail <laughs> right it was so weird every time i would go to a hockey game where the montreal canadians were playing people were tucking in their habs jerseys and it was like what the hell is going on and i would see it every once in a while with other jerseys but for some reason every time i saw them i saw somebody with a tucked in jersey Maybe they just need, like, an extra layer in their pants to, like, absorb their pee after they go. (laughs) I bet you it's talked to their boxers, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why is that so much funnier? <laughs> right? Right? If you can double tuck a jersey, wow. <laughs> because Just the thought of someone tucking a shirt <laughs> into the boxer yep. too. That's like peeing at the urinal with your pants around your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> like your butters from South Park. <laughs> Yeah, we are. This may not be dirty talk, but this is stuff that will definitely not get you laid if you do. Oh, this. my God. That's so fucking funny. Oh, that, that, Man, that kills funny. me. <laughs> <sighs> well, I kind of need to talk about something else here. OK, OK, let's let's have a little palate refresher. Yeah, well, probably not. This is uh, this is a bit of a vent for Dick. Dick OK, because I never thought this would happen. Uh Oh, but it has. <gasps> I was lucky enough to see the beautiful performer, Pristine Edge, feature dance, her oh. very first feature dance engagement. I saw the photos on your Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, she Ooh. was at uh, Cheerleader Gentlemen's Club, 31st and Liberty, downtown Pittsburgh. She... And you're about to complain about it? Hold on. <sighs> Hold on. She absolutely knocked it out of the way. You know what? I'm going to apologize for telling you to hold on because you can't read my face. I mean that in a very fedging way, but it kind of sounded condescending and I apologize. Okay. All right. Yeah. You better fucking apologize. Right. Dick. <laughs> Don't make me fucking come over there. Right. So she did an absolutely amazing job. Okay. Great stage show. Fantastic interaction with the patrons in the club it was a, just a really fun night i saw a number of people that typically when i go to see a feature they are there to also see them and it was just a, a just a nice evening and uh i had this conversation which like i said never thought this would happen but it has happened oh, okay so it's a good thing no so <gasps> oh my god i was talking with somebody getting fedged so hard right now they <laughs> And they said, hey, I saw on your social media that you've done a scene. I'm like, yes. And it's a gentleman I'm having this conversation with. Okay. The gentleman says, I just set up my own site. Oh, good for you. That is excellent. Mm -hmm. you know? How much do you think she would charge for a scene? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Why, why do you ask? Well, well, you know, I'd like to shoot content, and I've, I've asked other people, and it seems kind of pricey. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, everyone is going to be different, and it also depends on what you want to shoot. And there's a lot of parameters to it. You And sometimes you can't even just pay someone to shoot. You have to be a professional to begin with. 100%. They have to basically go through a vetting process to make sure you're just not a creeper looking to have sex. Yeah. And I said, there, there's a lot to it. I said, everyone's going to be different. And he said, I asked this one performer and they told me $1,500. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And he said, that seems really expensive. I'm like, well, it's not. Oh my God. But. There's a lot more to it than that. And he goes, well, before you say anything, I actually found somebody that would do it for free. No. 
Oh, oh, it gets better. Oh, I'm going to implode on myself. I'm cringing so hard right, right. now. And I said, <sighs> I don't know if I would do that. And they said, why? I said, well, at the very least, if let's say it's a trade, you both get footage from it to make money with, that's fine. But if you are reaching out to her, at the very least, I would probably cover their testing. Oh, my God. No. No, he didn't think of testing. What testing? No! (laughs) And I said, talent testing. Like, you get blood work done to make sure that nobody has an STI. You entertain this conversation for far too long. (laughs) Well, I'm at the point now where it's entertainment to me. Oh, my God. I would have facepalmed so hard that my hand would have penetrated through my skull. (laughs) And he kind of like not drifts off into thought, but just had that look like, oh, wow, I never thought about that. Oh, my God. I hate the general public. And I said, you know, you need to get tested, right? And he's like, oh, okay. What the fuck? I can't. That now you know literally what we go through yes. on like a daily basis. Oh, like sure. I've had this exact conversation. I want to say like eight thousand times. Right. Since starting this fucking career. <laughs> yeah. So he said, "Are are there places in Pittsburgh to get it done?" I said, "Actually, there are." I said, "There's one place that I go to get mine done. It's uh, it's in downtown Pittsburgh." And I said, "But be aware." Full panel, like the gold level panel that tests for everything, the the swab and getting it set out is going to run you about $250. His eyes got real wide. Oh, my God. And I said, you didn't know this. And he's just looking at me. I said, you realize performers have to do talent testing every 14 days, depending on, you know, like if they are true you know, yeah, if you're working. Adult performers for a studio. And yeah. and he's like, what? And I said, that comes to like $6,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was going to throw up because he just, it, I just, I completely blew his mind by saying all this. Oh, what a loser. I fucking hate everyone. If you're listening right now and you think that it's just like some easy end to like film content and just like. Like, just worm your way into, like, film with, like, content creators. Like, I'm I'm just going to tell you right now you're a jackass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry. You're a jackass. Right. There's just so much misconception about how easy it is. And, like, <laughs> to think that some random chode off the street that has absolutely zero experience in this game whatsoever beyond, like, fucking once in a while can just hop into like content creation like the level of delusion that you have to have to think that that is going to be a thing is honestly incredible and it's like this widespread plague of delusion that just sweeps everyone that watches porn like oh it drives me fucking crazy it's like it's like making craft fucking mac and cheese dinner out of a box and being like yeah, I could be on Iron Chef and like texting the people that run Iron Chef and they're like, hey, uh, I want to be on Iron Chef. Uh, how do I go about getting into that? Right. You know? Well, but. It's like the audacity, sir. It is me 
I is delusion because no, but you're you have been a member of the sex industry, right? In a different capacity, sure, but it's right. not like you were walking in with zero experience, no idea how it works, unprofessional, blah blah blah. Right. You know, and it's also not like you were just shooting people messages with zero concept of how any of it works, being like, hey, "Yo, let's film." You are exactly right, and that is something that is my my thing because I'm always afraid. Ah, maybe afraid's too strong a word. I'm worried that there are people that are gonna be like. This is all he wanted all along. He started this podcast just so he could start doing this. But even if that's the case, that's fine. You put in your fucking work. You put in your dues. But what man in his right mind (laughs) is going to start a podcast to get laid? (laughs) But would play the eight and a half year long game? (laughs) Not a one. A guy would give it about uh, 30 episodes, I, I would say. And that would be about it. That's so fucking funny. No, it's true, though. Like, you you paid your dues, and that's why nobody has an issue with you getting into this industry is because you've been such a big part of the other side of it for so long. It's only just, like, a natural progression that you would end up being in front of the camera. I I guess it's been interesting, and truly having someone take a chance on me and, like ABBA once said, (laughs) and put it out there so other people could go, okay – He's cool. Yeah. You that, just need that one like street cred. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, th- and that's and, like, what I got. That's the thing too, is that you need to have that like under your belt. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, even if like, if you're trying to get into the content creation game and, and you don't have any experience, do it for yourself. Make right. yourself a Twitter account, make yourself an OnlyFans account, start bumping shit by yourself, build that cred on your own without even thinking about collaborating with a woman. Right. And then you'll see how hard it is and you'll give up and then you'll stop leaving or you'll stop fucking bothering us. Yeah. And I think (laughs) people bothering you, I think people (laughs) could do good by themselves to do that. Like start an OnlyFans, start something and start making some sort of videos. Yeah. Because like my first question, people like I get like fucking 600 messages a day, like on various platforms. being like, how can we film a video together? (laughs) Well, first off, I apologize for sending those to you on the daily. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't have just kept it to one website. You had to send it to all of them. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But like, that's the first thing I ask. I'm like, what's your profile? And they're like, uh, and then they get blocked because if you don't have at least a profile, you're an idiot. Yeah, there's that, but also because, as you said, I'm I'm very visible as a supporter of the industry, but I show my face. Yeah. Especially But, like, in the you're video. legit. Like, if you're, like, you know, it's like when you reached out saying that you wanted to interview me. I see your Twitter. I see that you are who you say you are. You know, right. you have a following. You have a brand. And then there's, like, these chodes that have, like, three follow or three followers. And their like profile picture is a picture of them just like looking like a goober in like horrible lighting taken from the chin up. Okay. You know, in and their in their Velcro sandals. In their Velcro sandals <laughs> and their short sleeve button ups. Right. And they just like and their profile always says something stupid like, I'm just here to appreciate all the beautiful ladies. <laughs> Which, in Twitter speak, what does that mean? It means I'm here to comment on every single fucking post that you make being like, 
beautiful heart eyes emoji and nothing else. You know I'm going to do that from now on, right? Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, too, because, like, I don't know if people realize that they're doing it or what. But if you go on, like, any performer's, like, photos, you look at the comments, you can pick them out from a mile away. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and yet those are always the ones that are in your DMs. Like, how do we make a video? <laughs> right, right. Their profile picture is them with their wife. How do we make a video? <laughs> Or my favorite is, I would love to meet you. How the fuck do I respond to that? Get in line, bud. Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. What are you talking about? You and everyone else would love to meet me. That's, we know. (laughs) We know. We're aware. Thank you. Is it going to happen? Fuck no. (laughs) So our date is off, is what you're saying. Well, like I said, you're different. You're a different breed. Yes, I am. <laughs> but like, you know, people actually dead ass expect us to just like drop everything and like go for coffee with them. Like we should hang out sometime. Like, no, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck makes you think I would want to hang out with? I don't even know you. You have like two fucking followers on Twitter and you're from Montana. The fuck do you mean we should hang out sometime? What do you have against Montana? I don't know. It's just the first state that came to mind. Yeah, I can say that's literally the one state you know. (laughs) It's the one. There's like Montana. There's like New Jersey. Okay. Uh, There's like a Texas. Okay. That's a state, right? It is. Uh, You're telling me you do not remember the state I live in. Mm. Are you in New York? This will be Dahlia D's last episode. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know well wait pittsburgh but that's that's the city i'm gonna google where pittsburgh is it's (laughs) it's alliterative pittsburgh pennsylvania (laughs) holy shit which is also known as what the keystone state could is, is the keystone of our democracy is it yes philadelphia was our first nation's capital before it was moved to washington dc why did they move it maybe you guys weren't very good at your jobs it was in philly you're right uh, <laughs> oh, send all hate mail to dick dangle <laughs> <laughs> So wait, is Washington a state or is that a city? Uh, Washington, D.C., it, it's a district and they're trying to make it a state because it has a fairly large population and it doesn't have any representatives in government. So they're trying to make it a state. Then what state is it in? Virginia, Maryland. It's kind of boxed between. I'm so confused. What? Y'all are confusing with your 107 states. There are 50 that's altogether too many. And two don't even touch us. Right, because you have... Come on. Alaska. That's one. Even though that's technically Canada. Come on. <laughs> we got receipts, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? I actually talked about it in this episode. Is Hawaii an, an island? There you go. Yes, it okay. is. It, it is a state, but it's a series of islands. Right. Okay. 
And then don't you guys have like another island that's like near Cuba or something? Not a state, but it is a state, but it's not a state, but it is a state, but it's kind of a state. <laughs> they are looking to try and make Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, state, yeah. yeah. Right. They're just like your like dumb little cousin that you're like, I guess you can come. <laughs> Send all letters to Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got to say, like in Canada, it's so much more straightforward. We have 13, 13 provinces mm-hmm. slash states slash provinces. <laughs> A lot easier to remember. Do you remember what province I live in? Uh, Toronto would be. Oh, that's a good question. You're not allowed to Google it, though. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like I did. <laughs> I don't believe that's in Quebec, is it? Nope. Fuck no. Oh, wow. Okay. All the homies hate Quebec. <laughs> I mean, I know your nation's capital is Ottawa. Yeah. Ontario. Ha ha! Suck on that. But you had a one in thirteen chance. <laughs> <laughs> I so. didn't. I didn't have to Google it. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's end this show properly. Yeah, there's too much geography talk right too now. Too much geography. Too Moral much... of the story: Dahlia is dumb as shit, and I'm not ever going to visit Montana. So don't even ask. So, <laughs> so what we've learned from this episode so far: <laughs> fedging is a terrible idea. Fedging is a fantastic idea. Terrible. Go to the Taboo Sex Expo if you want to see so many tits, so many titties in person at a convention in Canada. Don't be that guy when it comes to thinking that you can just waltz into the industry, especially without being talent tested first. Stay the fuck away from Velcro unless you're a bitch. (laughs) And that includes wallets. I'm fucking watching you guys. That's right. I'm getting one. Please. Oh, my God. I really just want you to pay for a stripper with a Velcro wallet. I think that's so funny. Oh, my God. It'll probably be one I know because I'll play it up. Oh, my God. Yes. And uh, know your state, country or province. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to know know that. But there is something else that you need to know. What's that, Dick? Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Hi, this is Romy Rain, and you're listening to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. I hope it hangs low and steady for you. Recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Don't stick things up your butt. And this article. Oh, God. <laughs> comes from stayathomemom.com.au. This is coming all the way from Australia. Oh, God. Down Under. My favorite place. Isn't it? There are a lot of weird things in this world, but can you believe some of the things 
that get stuck up in some butts. I feel like I would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to go through the list, but they actually have a U.S. News and World Report fact-finding article. Embedded in this one from Australia? Correct. And it is basically facts coming from emergency rooms. Rectal foreign bodies by most frequent object. And this is from 2014 and 15. So let's just get this straight real quick. People from Australia are posting an article like, hey, check out what these dumb fuck Americans are putting in their butts. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they are. Sick. So, of course, (laughs) the top emergency room incident is with sex toys stuck in butts. Then okay. it goes bottles, bags, aerosol container, can't figure that one out, cup, golf <laughs> balls, and pens and pencils. I could see the golf balls. <laughs> no, but like that's like no, a thing, right? Actually, like... you can't is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Dad joke. Anyway. Uh, no, but like, you know how like there's like, like coochie balls are a thing, right? Yeah, but that's coochie balls. Yeah, but it stands to reason if you're really dumb that, like, you could do the same thing with golf balls in your butthole. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're not wrong. Would you call that a hole in one? <laughs> How did I not see that joke? Oh, you know You know, what? to get it out, I think he had to pull a spread eagle (laughs) Uh, that's that didn't work your 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 bad jokes are par for the course Ah, zing (laughs) now with this article you need to go to danglinafterdark.com find episode 443 click the link to this article because they have x-rays Oh, my God. Because we're, we're going to rip through this pretty quick. This is 16 things stuck in people's butts. The first one, a vibrator. Of course. And, Always have to have that flared base, friends. And a pair of tongs. <laughs> oh, my God. They tried. They tried so hard. So if you're listening right now and you're not aware of the dangers of anal, you really need to know that your butthole is basically like your body's black hole. You might think that you can put stuff in there and just push it right back out. But the way that your intestines work, it actually eats anything that you put into your butthole and sucks it up inside your body. Right. So if you accidentally let go of something in your asshole, you might think that you could just bear down and push it out. But actually the opposite will happen and your intestines will basically reverse chew it all the way up into your guts. And then you have a fucking problem. Very well said, Dr. D. Yeah, just so people know that yes. that's what we're talking about. They're like, how the fuck do you lose tongs up there? Well, actually, your asshole is kind of like a sandworm. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Watch out, boy. It'll chew you up. Oh, here he comes. It's a dick eater. Anyway. <laughs> oh, definitely saying that about my butt before. Little ball of notes for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number two, (laughs) a Barbie doll. Oh, no. That is all the arms. That is not. Oh, that would make it very difficult, wouldn't it? That is not Barbie's preferred playhouse. (laughs) 
by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. Oh, it's like Barbie's had all of the different careers that you can have. This one, she's like, I'm a colonoscopy. <laughs> Ken's like, I bet you won't fit in that woman's butt. And she's like, bet. And bet. <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. Ew, imagine the texture of the hair when it came out. <laughs> oh, like all matted. Oh, that gave me chills. That one hit home. Right? Like Barbie hair all covered in butthole goo? Because <laughs> it's not just like poop that comes from there. It's like secretions. Yeah, that is true. And lube. You'd probably need like a lot of lube. I wonder if they put it in. Like, can you tell from the x-ray? Is it head first? It is head first. It is head first. So you would probably need like a decent amount of lube just to get that hair in. True. Right? Yeah. Because that's the driest spot. Like, I can imagine if you were going feet first, because that's also, like, the slimmest part of the Barbie. Correct. Yeah, that is very true. But, yeah. like, hey, Barbie, does that look like a hemorrhoid to you? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie, where'd you go? Oh, my God. And then imagine trying to pull that out, because the heads, as we all know, the heads of Barbies come off fairly fucking easily. Right. So, like, you could pull the body out and then just, like, and then, you know, the head is still in there. But how would you do it without the arms going, touchdown? Yeah, that's also a problem. Yeah. They'd be, like, moving around in there. Yeah. Just feel Barbie's fingernails shredding oh, your insides. Barbie just fisting the shit out of you. Oh, Christ. Well, don't put Barbies in your asshole, don't, guys. Don't put Barbies in your butt. Don't do it. Number three, a pint G.I. Glass. Joe, maybe. G Sorry. Yeah, go Joe. Go that, Joe. That is definitely one to grow on. <laughs> Number three, a pint glass. A what? A pint glass. No. That's a pretty big glass. No. I hope it's a thick glass. No. 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 Have you seen one guy, one jar? Sadly, yes, I have. Please, nobody on the face of God's green earth Google that. Don't look it up, guys. It'll scar you for life. Yeah. And just hearing about this pint glass makes me want to barf my brains out just yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, that that's a rough one. Uh, <laughs> number four. But, okay, sorry. Oh. Hold on. That would be a really fucking funny bar trick, though. It's like, <laughs> anybody want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I call it the mudslide. <laughs> uh, that's an actual drink. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay what's the next one <laughs> an egg oh that one would disappear in a hurry okay but hmm is it bad that hearing that makes me want to try it <laughs> because it would be like kind of like a challenge to see if you could get it all the way in there without breaking the egg true like, I feel like any sort of involuntary movement during insertion would just smash the egg. Correct. And then you just poop out a bunch of, like, yolk. Right. You just scrape. I guess the eggshells would probably hurt pretty bad in there, though. Uh, I can imagine. They'd probably shred you up pretty good. Yeah. So it's just a full, intact egg? It is actually a hard-boiled egg. So thankfully, it's it'll at least hold its shape. <laughs> What a pussy boiled it first. I was actually going to give kudos to that person for getting it all the way in there intact, but pff, they boiled it first. Well, what's, no kudos. What, what's actually crazy is <laughs> in the x-ray, there's two sets of arrows. 
One is to the egg that's in his butt, and the other one, he broke the head off of his femur. So apparently he went to the hospital because of the the pain in his hip, and then they saw the egg. So they don't know which came first, the injury or the egg. They're like, sir, we're actually not able to localize the source of your pain, but we have narrowed it down to either your broken femur or the hard-boiled egg that you shoved into your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this show. <laughs> well, it gets better. Number five, a cassette tape. Oh, no. This mixtape sounds like shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh- <laughs> oh, man. That's, that one's baffling a little. Okay. Well, let's go with this one. Number six, a wine bottle and a coat hanger. At the same time? Yes. Apparently, they put in the wine bottle, couldn't get it out, and then tried to hook the bottle, which realized the opening was in first. You know, like they were trying to jimmy a lock on a car. And okay. They were trying to hook <laughs> the bottle to pull it out, and apparently, <clears throat> the uh, coat hanger wasn't quite long enough. So they just lost it. They were like, fuck it. I'm letting go. Lost it all. How do you fit a whole wine bottle in your asshole? Practice, practice, practice. I'm, I got to say, I'm low-key a little impressed. Yeah? Like, I've done, like, I've done, like, wine bottle in the pussy. Right. Like, I did a video where I, like, popped a cork on a bottle of champagne with my Kegels. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I loosened it a little first, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, I grabbed it with my pussy and popped. Celebrate good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's still cheating, but okay. It is cheating. Yeah. It looked cool, though. I'm sure it did. So, like, I've done, you know, the bottle, but not in the butt. And the whole thing? Fuck. Whole thing? That would force you to sit up straight. Uh, It would. You would have great posture after that. (laughs) (laughs) You walk into the emergency room. Are are you in the military? (laughs) No. Eddie, soldier. Yeah, no, no, I am not. Got a little bit of a problem. What's next? What's next? A jar of instant coffee. I mean, Joe on the go. That's right. (laughs) You think that this was an accident. He was just being a smart dispenser. (laughs) Would that be a brown Starbucks coffee? I guess so. Uh, That's a really dark roast is what I'm saying. A real dark roast. Imagine though, you just like want a cup of coffee, and this guy's like, "I got coffee ground for it right here." Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me jump up and down a little bit. <laughs> Turn on my dick. That's where the grinder is. <laughs> if you jack me off real fast, coffee grounds will fall out of my asshole. <laughs> not a bad idea. I'm, I'm, How I'm... Marvel doesn't pick up on that character, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna like dismiss this as like a genius idea. Like I can't say that I wouldn't be impressed if someone approached me with this. Right. I would drink the coffee. Yeah, yeah. Number <laughs> number eight, an aerosol can. Yeah, I could see that. Really? Yeah, they're shaped right. All right. You know, like a hairspray can. If you put that in your butt, would you ever have to use hairspray again, or would it slowly release into your system and your hair would just do it naturally? Ew. (laughs) Ew. No, what I'm thinking is, like, imagine how it would feel to have 
hairspray in your butthole, like on the inside, it would feel so sticky. You'd be able to like feel your butthole like pulling itself apart every time you moved. Oh wow, that now you made that dark. Holy yeah, God. like you know, like like you know when you like accidentally glue your fingers together. No. And then you like peel them apart and then you stick them back together again. I have never done that. You've never had anything sticky on your fingers. Well, they're sticky and gluing my fingers together. Yeah, like when you get like glue on your fingers and then it's like sticky and your fingers stick together and then you peel them apart and then you stick them back together and you peel them apart again because they're sticky. What adult uses Elmer's glue? You guys don't still eat that stuff? Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> number nine a light bulb oh no uncle fester (laughs) that's not how you're supposed to do it oh tremendous yeah that was not a good idea can it can you see which way it's it is it is bulb first because i think they thought they could use the threads to grab it by oh touche yeah Fuck, that's a loose asshole, though. Uh, that is some gaping talent, for sure. It is, because, the, again, just like the egg, which, I mean, hard-boiled, you can't hard-boil a light bulb. <laughs> that is true. Right? And so it's delicate as hell. Like, that's some thin-ass glass, a light bulb. Think about how much pressure it takes to shatter a light bulb. And you're telling me this person had none of that pressure in their asshole? We could only pray it's an LED bulb. That is an... Even LED bulbs, the glass in them is pretty thin. Well, LED is plastic lenses now. Oh, is it? Oh, one. Are you killing the environment with the wrong style of bulbs, young lady? I don't know. Mine shatter when I drop them. But they are LEDs, so I don't know. Those must be an old LED. Yeah, the new ones are all plastic lenses now. Oh, that's great. Good for the environment and for our assholes. Correct. Now you're talking. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who invented those. (laughs) Number 10. Jesus Christ. A zucchini. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's one way to get your vegetables. Yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, who hasn't? Got the salad. That's right. (laughs) Number 11, a billiard ball. Yeah. I hate to say I can see that too, but what one was it? Was the eight ball? Sadly, you cannot tell which one it is. Oh, boo. That's disappointing. Like, I I almost want to, like, imagine in my brain that, like, that was the result of, like, a heated poolside argument. Ah, okay. Like, they're, like, they're really heated and, like, the one guy keeps cheating and the other guy keeps getting, like, more and more frustrated because his friend is, like, cheating. And then they get to the very end and, like, his friend, like, almost sinks the eight ball, but he's still cheating. And the other guy's like, you know what? Fuck this, Drew. You're not going to win this round because I'm going to put this fucking eight ball up my ass. And then he puts it up his ass and he's like, there, who wins now, bitch? And then he has to go to the emergency room. That may be the greatest story ever made up on the show. You're welcome. That was absolutely amazing. I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to take the angle of, okay, the person that loses this has to stick the eight ball in their ass. No, this was definitely this was definitely a situation where it came down to egotistical rage. Yeah, you might, you're probably right. Hundred percent. It's got to be. It's got to be the eight ball. It's got to be the last one on the table. Either that or it's the cue ball. I'm going to make probably the old-timiest joke ever. Do you know what I would call the person that had a billiard ball stuck in their butt? What? Minnesota 
farts. And that is because Minnesota Fats was one of the best billiard players of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I had to explain it to 98% of it's my listeners, but I said It's it. funny when you did explain it, which is the sign of a good joke. Thank so you very much. I like it. I like it. And I'm sure people listened and they were like, ha! Oh, Dick, you and your funnies. It's only funny to people my age. (laughs) Number 12, Buzz Lightyear. I mean, I feel like that's a better call than a Barbie, but still not the best one. Well, may I say that you can tell from this x-ray, he went in feet first. Oh. And the wings are expanded. No. Yes. To your small intestine and beyond. <laughs> to the emergency room immediately. <laughs> Number 13, an eggplant. Okay. Yeah. That's big. I have one of those in my fridge right now and I haven't, like I've never cooked an eggplant before in my life and I bought it to be like edgy and like, I'm going to try new things and it's been sitting there for a while. So actually, you know, you just gave me inspiration on how I'm going to use this. There you go. Well, good luck because they're not small. No. Number, (laughs) (laughs) number 14, a fork. Oh, they might've had an itch because it definitely went in handle first. No handle yeah (laughs) well yeah i I mean if you're gonna put a fork in your asshole you're gonna want it to be handle first right maybe he thought because it's definitely a he maybe he thought that if he cut a hole in an office chair put the fork up his butt and had a plate of spaghetti under it he could spin it on his fork and then eat it Uh, (laughs) but then there would be like a meatball in there Number 15. <laughs> <laughs> this one makes sense. A Coke bottle. Of course. Like a two liter? That would be impressive. No, this is this looks like a 20 ounce bottle. Okay, so it's not. Yeah, I would do that. Lids on. You're safe. Yeah, I'm pretty much judging all of these on like whether or not I could see myself doing it. Mm-hmm. This one I could. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. actually... It says 16 weird things. They actually give us 18. Oh, damn. Bonus. Because I want to save the good one for last. Okay. Um, We have liquid adhesive. That's never good. No. That's a sticky asshole. That is a sticky situation, to be certain. That's worse than gluing your fingers together. (laughs) That I can agree with, yes. I wonder how they fix that. Like, they'd have to cut your whole butthole out at that point. I want to say I know this answer, and I want to say that they use a chemical to dissolve it, but it is not pleasant in the least. But in the sensitive tissues of your asshole. Well, it's better than cutting out your asshole. I wonder if it would cause damage to the point where you'd have to, though. I think it would depend on the style of adhesive. What does it look like? Super glue? <laughs> I'm so invested. It's really hard to tell by the x-ray. Oh, no, that that's actually a different x-ray. So that this one did not come with an x-ray. So it must have literally just like, oh, oh, it's not a good one. So 
It was found that the object was liquid adhesive that had been squirted <gasps> into the rectum using a dual-chambered glue gun. Which no, so that is an epoxy. That yeah. that's a bad day. Oh no, that is a bad day. Who? What? Why? <laughs> Well, oh, the, God. that's like an extreme diarrhea cure right there. Like that person was yep. out of options and out of Pepto. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, I, I got to get on this flight. I can't be pooping. That gives like a whole new meaning to butt plug. Oh, very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> this one is a good one. Number 17, Alive Eel. <sighs> yeah, I've seen those pornos. <laughs> I've seen those ones. Uh, <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing, sadly. But the best one I saved for last. Okay. A loaded handgun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is. You don't get more hood than having a gun literally up your ass. Thankfully, and this is a woman that did this. Thankfully, it was a revolver. Why is that thankful? Because... You have to either pull the hammer to be able to easily pull the trigger, or you have to do a full pull, which would be impossible with it in the butt. Oh, so okay. It would be difficult to fire a standard non-revolver handgun in your butt, but I think that might be a little bit easier. I'm confused based on the shape of a gun. Because a revolver, that's like a like a handgun, right? Like so, it's shaped correct. like an L. I'm the Canadian. I know nothing about guns. That's right. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> yep. So, like, damn, you'd have to go. Like, does it show which side got inserted first? Does it look like it was barrel first? It was barrel first. So you'd have to do like an old hook, like a yes. swoopy, like a. You, you know, know, when you try to uh, do a one cheek sneak when you're sitting on a chair and you just kind of tilt yourself to one, yeah, way, that's how you put the gun in. Yeah, one of those. And then just like a hoop it's to a, get the handle. Yep. Dang. Yep. People. That, uh, that's quite the list. That is quite the list. I thought my listeners would really like that. I know I did. That's, I'm glad. I'm going to be eyeballing my household uh, items a little bit more closely over the next couple of days. Please do. And let me know how that goes. I'll send you the x-rays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole conditioner bottle up there. <laughs> I was able so to go through I can't self, get it out. I was able to go through self checkout because I had ten items or less. <laughs> I tried for the eleven, but it wouldn't fit. Uh, wouldn't make it. <laughs> you know what else needs X rays? This heart of mine, because it is so full of love and laughter from this episode. Thank you so much for being on. I think what you're looking for is an EKG, but I will totally accept your admiration and praise. Okay. <laughs> it is always a pleasure doing this show with you. Guys, please, please remember, do not put things in your butthole. It is like a sandworm. Yes. Please. Uh -oh. Unless it's something funny, in which case, totally send us the x-rays. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for letting us know all about the Taboo Sex Expo. Always. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have you back on again for sure. Please tell everybody where they could find this greatness. 
All of my links are at daliad.com. That's D-A-H-L-I-A-D-E-E.com. And shout out to Rooster who found me through that link and who has been hanging out with me. You are fucking awesome. And he super likes our um, old man dangle voice. <laughs> who doesn't? Let's be honest. But big shout out. Thank you so much for finding me last time. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Rooster, is that what you said? It was? Yes, Rooster. Yes. Nice. Yes. It's, it's uh, an honor and a privilege to meet you, Rooster. What, what was that? That's one hell of a cock. Rooster, cock, anybody? Cock? <laughs> Did someone say cock? I love cock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you guys so much for another awesome episode. (laughs) Absolutely. So, of course, I am at the Dick Dangle on Twitter, Dangling After Dark. On Instagram, danglinafterdark.com is the website. You can email me, dick, at danglinafterdark.com. You can find me streaming a little bit everywhere. So go find it and uh, look for me at an upcoming convention at some point this year, Chicago in April. For Exotic is probably going to be the next one, but... uh, yeah, definitely look for me. Thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Dahlia D, Prestine Edge, and all of the amazing people that you have heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul but not your butthole and do it as often as you possibly can. And, of course... My 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 balls are hanging mighty low. Drop the sack. (laughs) 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 Oh, what an ending. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh.